Hello, lifers, and welcome to Because Life Can Be a Niche podcast. This is episode 32. We are just racking them up. We're still in season one. Uh, We launched this baby back in May, on May 4th of 2020, and we are still going and still trucking along. Thank you all for doing life with us, for riding with us, for rolling with us, for rocking with us. We really appreciate you. If you are listening, wherever you get your podcast. Thank you for listening. Consider coming over and actually watching the show on YouTube. Would love to have you drop in there and uh, subscribe and share and like it and let other people know about it. Engage with us in our communities too on social media. I'm on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. But to be honest, I spend most of my time on Instagram. Oh, and I and TikTok. Don't ask. As I said, I wasn't going to do TikTok, and here, yet here I am because of my children doing TikTok. So anyway, that's at Katie Bryant Writes. Uh, and be sure to follow the blog, katiebryantwrites.com. I have a really interesting um, blog post coming out, and um, that's actually what we're going to talk about uh, today is that blog post and and I'm going to elaborate on that a little bit more about what that is. So glad to have you in. You guys know how we do it. We always have a tea of the episode and the tea of the episode is in this little cup here. I don't even have my tea cup. Y'all know I, I always have my cup up here, but Hey, I'm recording. It's late. I'm trying to get it done and get it in. So, hey, you know, just kind of improvise and just roll with what we're rolling with. I am drinking uh, bergamot uh, tea, a bergamot tea. It is very mellow, smooth. It's a black tea. One of my favorites. I try to drink without sugar and, and all this stuff and epic fail. So I have my amber rock sugar in it to sweeten it up. And it's here warming my Yeti. I'm going to, mm, almost gone. Let me sit it to the side so I can get into what I want to share with you guys today. Um, I was, uh, last week, I was out and about with my family and I had to go pick up my car from the auto repair shop and took my older car you know of course my mom drove that and and we got the better car the newer car got it from the auto repair shop and as we're riding uh home or riding back from the repair place i looked in my rearview mirror and my mom was driving my older car and i noticed that one of the headlights was out and it was dusk dark i mean it was getting dark because i waited until the end of the day to go get my car and my first thought was, oh, Lord, why? You know, just, I just got this car to shop and now here the headlight is on this one. And my mom is like, you know, a rule follower. So she's real nervous. And I called her on the phone. I said, hey, mom, I'm looking in my rearview mirror. The light on the passenger's side, on the driver's side is out. Uh, can you flip on the brights? Because the car is so old and the doggone headlights so cloudy and you know you always talk about that headlight you know refurbishing them whatever they've done it twice it's it's just like i'm not going to be refurbished but anyway that's another issue for another day so the headlights are already kind of cloudy anyway so 
I figured it wouldn't be a big deal. Even, even on this bright, it looks like regular headlights because it's older. And, and she was trying to figure out how to turn it on. And she's like, I can't, I don't, I don't see how to get it. And I, and she flipped on the high beams and it still didn't do anything. And I was thinking, what am I going to do? Cause you know, my mom was like, let's park it. Let's just leave it up here. Let's park it someplace safe and we'll come back tomorrow in the daylight and then we'll pick it up and, and, you know, we'll go home then. And that way you don't have to have headlights on so you can, you know, drive safely without getting a ticket. I don't want to get pulled over by the police. All of which I was like a big, uh, no, <laughs> I'm not doing all that. I'm not coming back up here because uh, I already drove 20 miles to get the car. Because my mechanic is 20 miles away. So I already drove up there for that. I'm not leaving my car, my little struggle bug. That's what I call it, the thingamajig. That's what Dr. Seuss used to have. It just had all this, everything, just working all kinds of ways. The thingamajig gets us, gets us through. It might not be, you know, the newest thing, but it, it keeps you warm in the wintertime. It keeps you cool in the summer if you let the windows down because the air condition doesn't work and it's not worth it to repair it. The windows, most of them work. And, you know, you it'll hold it in the road and it's still a smooth ride. But the thingamajig was not, you know, I couldn't leave it up there because it's not even secure. I don't even know if all the locks on the thingamajig work. And I was like, no, I'm not doing that. I said, let's just, let me just think. And so I'm riding and I'm thinking, okay, what am I going to do? Because she's ready to pull over right now. She's like, I don't want to get in trouble. You know, I just... This is what the police stopped me right now. You know, one of my sons was with her. The other one was with me. And as I was riding, y'all, I got straight up irritated. I mean, just, I don't even know why I got irritated. I, I really don't know what triggered me in that moment. But I knew what I was irritated about. So, I'm like... This is the kind of stuff where I don't want I don't want to handle this kind of stuff. I'm tired. I'm tired. I have shared with you guys before that I'm a divorce mom of two and I have been carrying the lion's share of the load of taking care of my sons and you know, making sure that they're okay. And then, you know, during the pandemic and everything, you know, we, they were here, they've been here. And so I'm making sure the house is safe and everything is stocked and everything's prepared and that we have gas in all the cars. And I'm doing all of the things that quite frankly, my father taught me a man could do or should be doing. <laughs> I know. Y'all, women's rights, you know, liberated feminists, don't come at me. I, I know, I already know, I am an independent woman. I was raised to be quite independent. I think I shared that in previous blogs and posts before my father made sure I was independent and able to take care of all the things and all the business of a home, to take care of the cars, the maintenance of the cars, taking out the trash, doing all of this stuff because there's no guarantee, case in point, that you're going to, first of all, get married or remain married or, you know, you may lose a spouse, you may lose a spouse to death, whatever, you have to be able to take care of yourself and take care of your home. But on this particular day, 
I was just perturbed and a bit in my feelings because I was having to handle something that I felt like a man should be handling. And I had this little moment of a little bit of an internal like pity party, like this is not how it should be. I should not be on the road with my 73-year-old mom driving behind me with one kid in the car with her, one kid in the car with me on a Friday night, picking up a car, and then now having to deal with a car with a with a messed up headlight. And it's dark and nobody's eating. So I, I've got, you know, when are we going to eat? When are we going to stop? What's going on? My mom lost. I've got that in my ear. I've got my mom worried, just like, uh, you made a decision yet? Because we can't be out on this road like this. You know, they're pulling people over. You know, the whole world is crazy. So everybody's on edge about being pulled over. You know, that's just being black in America at this point. I mean, we've always, I've always been careful. My father always said, hey, be careful, don't do anything because we know, we know what it is. And so now, you know, everybody's a little on edge. And, and my mom was like, it's getting dark. We're up here. We're not even in, near home. Pull it over. Leave it here. Let it be. Just whatever. And so I'm juggling all of these things. And I'm just like, a man should be handling this. Not me. I'm tired. I want to hang up handling everything all the time. And I know that sounds so, probably so backwards, you know, just when you say it out loud, like a man should be handling this. But, you know, sometimes some things you do want a guy to handle. I don't have a brother that I can call and, and say, hey, help me. I don't have any uncles who are anywhere near where I live. And my guy cousins are far away and they're much younger and definitely not, you know, by the time I call them, I might as well call AAA and, and, you know, like scandal is handled, which it usually is. And this was just one day where I was just tired of always being the handler. And I don't know if other divorced moms or single moms, you know, feel that way. And it ebbs and it flows because... Obviously, we're alive and we have shelter and we're eating and we have lights. I wouldn't be able to record this. So life is happening. The children are healthy. They are, you know, well-dressed, well-fed, happy for the most part in terms of life. So things are on track. Everything is running on schedule as it should the trains are all leaving the station on schedule but sometimes you're just tired of being the conductor of everything of everybody's safety of everybody's food you know what are we going to eat what where do we go what do we need we need this we need that mommy 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 you know just it's constant and and I had that moment, I don't even know if I was riding a half a mile or two miles. I don't know how far I rode. Just like, 
yeah, I'm I'm tired. I'm I'm tired. And so I saw this AutoZone or Auto Shop. And it might not have been AutoZone. It might have been an, another auto parts place. And I called my mom back and I was like, hey, you know, I see this, you know, auto repair place up ahead. Let's pull in the parking lot there. Normally, if it's a headlight, they'll just, you. I'll buy it. They'll replace it and we'll be on our way. And um, she felt better. She's like, okay. Meanwhile, everybody's hungry. <laughs> so I go in there and the guy at the auto repair place is very nice and kind. And he says, of course, you know, I'll, I'll put it on. What kind of car is it? Herein lies another conundrum. Even it's a Mercedes, but it's an older one. But even with it being old, Mercedes sometimes doesn't make things easy for you to do any shade tree operations on it. I mean, it really helps when you actually go to the actual dealership. I think they designed them that way because a lot of times when you go to mechanics, they're like, I don't really fool with that. Or I don't know, you know, I don't, I can't even get to this part. Or they have some kind of special system. But I've no, I've replaced the headlight before, so I know they can do it. But I remember it being a little bit more tedious. Same thing with the uh, brake lights. But I was like, okay, at this point, I'm just going to, you know, we're just going to have to call it and we're going to have to go ahead and give it a shot. And he, they happened to have the headlights that I needed. And I'm thinking, good, we, we set, you know, let's put it on and get outside. And my car has, for some reason, and I don't know why or what happened, at some point when the time I owned the car, this is a 2005, so with 2021, so you can imagine how old my baby is. Uh, the stand that holds the hood up either was broken off and, and the mechanic didn't tell me or it was taken. Uh, I don't know what happened to it. So anytime someone works on the car, they either have to have their own prop to hold the hood up or you hold the hood up. I mean, whenever I want to put my windshield wiper fluid in, again, things I think a man should do. Um, <laughs> I have to hold the hood up with one hand and pour the fluid, you know, in the windshield wiper fluid in with the other. And so we get outside and the mechanics, you know, is looking at it and he's like, oh, wow, this looks tricky. Um, it's kind of down in there, which I knew. And so, of course, now when he when we pop the pop the hood, I'm holding it. At first, he was holding it, but then he needed to free his hands to start working on trying to get the light bulb out and do all this stuff. So then I was like, okay, well, I, I nobody's here but me, so I guess I'll hold it, y'all. It's seven something at night. It's cold outside. <laughs> like really cold. The wind is blowing. Um, the sun has set, so the temp is dropping fast. And I've already shared, y'all, I don't like cold. I do not like cold weather. And I was freezing. And I'm out there and I said, okay, well, I'll, nobody else is here. I have to hold it. I mean, the only other person who was working with the auto guy was inside the store and it was just the two of them. So it's not like that person could come out and hold it. So I'm holding this hood up with both hands and I'm gnashing my teeth. Just 
Like, I cannot look at me. Look at me as a lady out here. I mean, I still got my, y'all, I wore the pearls and chucks again today just, just to live off of the high of, of, of the inauguration yesterday. So I still got my pearls and chucks on. I didn't have them on then, but I'm saying I'm, I'm looking ladylike. I didn't look like TC from Good Times. Y'all remember TC when she was the janitor, she was the assistant, the bookman, and, but she, you know, had a hair, had a hair and a hat and walked around helping bookmen you know do maintenance and and custodial services and 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 all that repairs on the homes and and i just remember jj didn't even know what tc looked like when she put on a dress he was like oh tc i wasn't looking like tc i was looking like i'm looking now i had my hair down my nails you know more decent then might have even had on some lipstick. Y'all know it was a special day. Might have had a little lipstick on. I'm standing out there. I'm just holding this hood up. And irritated about the whole thing. Because I told you it went through my mind. This is stuff men should handle. Now, but I'm, I'm not married. I'm divorced. So, you know, what you can't just poof a magic a man out of thin air. And like I said, my father has passed away two years ago. Um, no brothers, no family nearby. So, you know, it's me. I'm standing there and y'all, it took forever for the, for the mechanic, or he, he was a certified mechanic, but for him to get the bulb out. And then when he did, he discovered that some wires had uh, melted. And so he's like, oh, no, I don't know if I can I can change it because these wires have melted. And then he's like, well, maybe I can just use some electrical tape and hold them together and just put it here so you can get home tonight. And you can see your mechanic and see, you know, maybe the melted wires is what caused this bulb to go out. I'm thinking to myself, the thingamajig probably been riding around with melted wires. We've been years. I, there's no telling when the thingamajig's wires melted around those lights. Uh, but we were still rolling because, I mean, that's you just patch her up and you keep riding. But anyway, I'm like, OK. And, but it took him a while to do that. And then he had to run in the store and get some tape and run back in the store and get a knife. And, and I was taking breaks. You know, I would let the hood down while he was inside and then lift it back up when he came out. And this went on for over an hour, at, at least 45 minutes to an hour. I, I'm almost positive it was over an hour. But it might have been in my mind, it felt like over an hour. It might have been, I know it was more than 45 minutes. I do know that because I remember looking at my watch when I went in to buy the light. And then when we actually rolled out of the parking lot. And over the course of that period, it's like guy after guy after guy walked into this auto repair place. Like, not just, like, young guys, like, 20s or something like that, you know, getting ready to go for a party. It is a Friday night. I mean, like, men, like, in your 30s, 40s, 50s, men walking by, see this woman holding this hood up, this man working. Obviously, something's wrong that I got to hold the hood up like this. Looking at it, looking at me staring at it and 
walking right by. Now, I know that that irritated me. <laughs> I was gonna tell y'all I got I was so irritated Friday night, I didn't know what to do. So <laughs> I was I was standing there like I know these men because I just knew somebody was going to say, ma'am, can I help? Is there anything I can do? I mean, obviously it's being handled and maybe they thought, well, obviously he's under the hood. Maybe he's, you know, got what he needs to get this light situation fixed because he's obviously doing something over there. But when you pull up and you see me holding the hood, it doesn't occur to you as a man, not once, not one man to offer help or say, you know, can I help or anything? You just stare like, huh, walk right in the store, meal around for however long, come out. If you come out five minutes later, you may think, well, they're all, they're, surely they'll be done in a minute. She won't still be standing here. But I saw people go in there and like hang out in the store, literally, because that's how long I was out there holding. I was holding the hood up so long that and i was you know terrified i was like lord don't let me drop this hood on this man's head jesus you know I, before i do that i want to have to throw my body under there to make sure you know it doesn't slam his head off at least i can catch it with my back or something i'm just sitting there thinking all kinds of stuff going through my mind and and i'm holding it you know to the point where i got so tired that i had to lean and just hold it sideways with this arm and then hold it this way with this arm you know i'm just Thank goodness for my muscle through workout crew, my boot camp people who have been, you know, really working on these shoulders because I was out there in it for the long haul, y'all. I'm talking about the longest haul of hauls. And I was irritated, irritated. And so, I mean, if you went in there, I know it's been 10 minutes, 15 minutes. You come out, you still see this lady, not TC looking lady, because I'm telling y'all, it ain't like I went in there, you know, like I came to, you know, handle some things. It ain't like I was dressed like I dress when I'm about to grill and smoke some meat. Now, do you, if you got, if you caught the smoking meat me with the bandana mama, when I wrap my hair up in a bandana and I'm about to cook or burn or do something, okay, you're allowed because I'm probably, I'm looking like I'm about it out there on that grill. I wasn't dressed like that. I'm like looking like I'm looking now with a sweater on. I got the pictures. I'm gonna I, I told my son to get out of the car and take a picture. And I know y'all saying, why didn't you just have your son help? Heck no. And they had that lid on the man slammed up in my hood. <laughs> Nobody got time for that. He's 13. And the other one is 11, but I didn't trust it because there's someone else under that you know i didn't want to take any chances that the kid would slip or get distracted and or you know and it was heavy my hood is actually very heavy so <clears throat> i didn't even want him over there for support because he would have been in the way because he'd have been like mommy this mommy nah nah so i just had him take the picture like i want to document this that i'm out here doing these things so much so that i wrote about it and I know COVID um, plays a factor. And of course, my, my the mechanic had on a mask. I had on a mask. 
and we're, you know, standing out there as safe. And I'm still standing as far away from him, holding the hood as I could. You know, I'm on one side of the car and he's on the other. <clears throat> but outside of COVID, you know, I was really disappointed. I don't, and maybe it's not manhood. Maybe it's just humanity at, in addition to manhood. I'm going to throw it on manhood because I just don't know. I, I don't if I remember my father and how he moved and how he operated and whenever we have been someplace or been out away from home like in a grocery store or some anywhere the dry cleaners and there's been a, a lady or an, an, a senior citizen who may look like they're in distress or they need some help or, or something's happening I have seen my father say uh, hey, everything all right? Need some help? So I'm used to that kind of behavior. And and it's it's not that that doesn't happen anymore. Um, because it does. And it absolutely does. And, and it can. Uh, but that was just... That was just really really disappointing to me to see all those men come sliding out that store and slide right on in their cars like they didn't see me holding that hood i had to look busted and disgusted because i was aggravated i was cold and i was tired and 30 minutes into this and he's just working blessing because he literally it took him that long he was taking it trying to get the this these tricky lights too, Mercedes, all this extra twisting here and doing that and little wires here. And he's just working, working, trying to get it done, reading the instructions, make sure he's doing it right. Really going beyond to me, because if it's only two people in the store, it was very thoughtful of him to take away from his teammate who's in the store alone to spend that much time to make sure. Because I've been to some auto repair shops where they're like, um, this is taking too long. You might want to just try to go to Walmart or something, see if they'll do it. I've been like shooed away, but he, he didn't. And I, and I thank him. I don't, I don't even remember his name, but I thank him. I, I may need to just send a thank you card. As, as a matter of fact, I just put a thought in my own head. I'm going to send a card to thank him because he really went above and beyond. And I need to, I need to send him a little something just to say, I appreciate that. Um, but y'all, I just, I sat there like some things women do, <clears throat> we do because we have to, because it's us. We're it. And you know, the book stops with me. <laughs> and... and there are moments, I will be honest, where I don't want the buck to get to me. Let it stop with the man. Let it let it stop with him. And that was one of those. And I and I know that if you've had a father figure, if not even if a father figure or a brother or, or a protector in your life of the opposite sex and then you know or even a best friend you know what that feels like to have that type of support 
to be able to say there's some things that I don't have to get my nails busted and disgusted for. And then there are, you know, times where, and I and I don't I don't think you should, you know, just uh, women should do this and women. I'm not gender aligning things gender, but I'm going by traditionally and historically what I'm used to in my life from the me and from the way my father raised me. And when you go from having that and having my dad step in on so many things that he was like, oh, you know, oh no, you ain't going to do that. Oh, no, you're doing what? I'll be down there. Then let me take a look. As soon as I would come in and tell my dad, oh, that car sounds funny or this light is on and, and I'm looking up, you know, I'm while I'm looking in the manual, he's already outside. You know, like, oh, you know, that's nothing but this, nothing but that. So that's what I'm accustomed to. And I like that. I like that. What I've become accustomed to, I don't have any problem with. I, I like that. I'm not, you know, one day when I get married again, um, I'm just going to speak that into existence. One day when I get married again, I am not going to argue debate or pull straws to do some things like handle getting the oil change in the car. I will gladly relinquish the title of now I'm it. You can be it. You're it now. I don't have to do that. Um, you know, my dad didn't even let my mom pump gas. She knew how to pump gas, but my father kept all the cars filled with gas and he just knew instinctively in his mind, huh, you've been riding up and down the road, going back and forth to Hardy's, going to work or going back and forth to school or doing whatever. You ought to be about this short on gas. That's right. You're right. Yeah, daddy, I am short on gas. My dad would be gone with my car. I go outside looking for the car, left something in the car. He's gone. Fill it up with gas along with all the rest of the cars you do at the beginning of every week. And so there are some things that I've just, I'm just used to and I like it. And that was a moment for me Friday to stand out there under that hood for all that time, lamenting and gnashing my teeth and complaining about, I can't believe all these men going to walk by me and let me hold this hood up. And I don't know what it was. I'm not going to go there and say, well, you know, would that have happened if I looked different? I won't go there. Although it's real easy sometimes to immediately think that, immediately go there because everybody that went in, nobody looked like me. <laughs> Let's just put it that way. I feel like if a brother had come by, I really do feel like if a brother had come up, and I pray that. I pray that if a brother had come by and seen me out there like that, that he would stop and be like, hey, sis, hey, you know, what's going on? <laughs> Let me at least hold this. I do think that. And I and I, I hope that. I, that's, I don't know because it didn't happen. And I don't even want to go there and say, well, did, did I not get help because of the skin I'm in? Although that is sometimes a factor. I've experienced it before. So it wouldn't be out of the ordinary that it happened, but I wasn't even going down that road. That's a rabbit's hole. I wasn't even going down that day. I was going down the rabbit's hole of, I'm a lady. I have these children and this 
you know, I'm not going to call her a senior citizen because she didn't act like one. She doesn't look like one. But my mother is senior. <laughs> she is over 70. So you see this situation, this non-threatening situation going on. And, and you don't even offer... Did at least go out and try to find something, a stick or something to prop it up if you don't want to prop it up? I don't know. Um, <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. Uh, I just, I know that, that that moment, that really took me to a place of this or these are times that being divorced or, you know, being uh, seen. And and the mom has um it, it hits it it hits different you know when you are you're it you know you you're the buck the buck is in your lap you know the buck stops with you and sometimes you just don't want it to and I have uh, dear friends and loved ones who have lost spouses and. Or, or maybe going through divorce or or have someone who's overseas or stationed out of the country. So I know, you know, we all are feeling each other's pain and plight. It's not all the time. Usually I'm good. I'm cool with whatever, you know, if it's just me and, and these kiddos and, and we're get in the car repair or there's a problem with the tire or there's a nail in the tire or, you know I take care of my mom's stuff if she needs something her car is acting funny or sounding funny I'm taking it to the shop I'm doing all the things that my father used to do and that it, it when you're married a spouse would do or if you're in a relationship a your man would do and this was just one of those moments where I was just like now, this is something a man ought to be doing. Not me. Not me, Lord. <laughs> I don't want BTC today. I don't want JJ to look up at me and be like, KD. <laughs> I didn't know that was you. I mean, I have my moments. Don't get me wrong. I, I can run it, but you don't always want to run it. And if you do have to run it, you want to do things that you do because you can or, or you need to but not because you have to all the time. And sometimes it is hard being dual roles. You're the parent, you're the mom, you're the nurturer, you're the cook, you're the, you know, the protector, you're the, the, the custodian, the janitor, the mechanic. And, and you still want to find the space to be a lady and to be soft and be you and get your hair done and, and get your lashes put on and, get your nails done and wear your pearls and chucks. You still want those things. And sometimes it's hard to find that space to keep the girl and the lady, the lady side of you soft. And then you don't want to mess up by being so wrapped up in doing all the things and being all the things you have to be as a single parent. To when you do get a man, you don't know how to act. <laughs> you don't want to relinquish. You still want to run it. You want to run it like you're the man because you are pretty much in in the instance when you are 
a single parent. You are that you are the man and the woman. You you have to think both ways, especially a mom of boys. I'm like constantly like think like dad. What would my dad do? What would my dad say? You know, because I'm I'm providing both things for these young men. And I don't want to get to the point where when a man is there and he's, you know, trying to provide, you're like, hey, hey, I got this, I got this all, I got this. I got this windshield wiper fluid. That ain't my ministry. I don't want that. I still want to be a lady. And I I don't know who else out there is feeling like that. But ladies, if you're out here and you're single, you're divorced by or you're single by choice, and you are providing, especially if you have kiddos or people you are caregiving for or parents that you are helping to take care of. I hope you reserve that space for that lady to come through. So when the man does step in, that you will gladly relinquish and let him be the man that God has called him to be. And you be the woman that God has called you to be and that you're not fighting for that role. And that's that's always been my prayer. I don't ever want to get so used to doing the head of the household things that I don't want to give it up when it's time or that I that there's a struggle or a power struggle because of it. I, that's, mm, after Friday night, y'all, after standing out there, I'm like, shoot. <laughs> yeah, this is for the birds. Uh, <laughs> and it was just a moment. I normally am not like that. I normally don't even have those. But this was just a, this was a moment, y'all. I just had it and I was just done. I was irritated and aggravated, and I was hungry. We were all hungry. I had my mind, mouth tuned up for fish because I do seafood on Fridays. So I was already tuned up for some type of seafood. And now I'm stuck up here getting a light replaced that was taking forever. And then the man finding wires and all this rigmarole. Rigmarole. And then all these men walking by me, looking at me. Like... Like I'm supposed to be out there holding a hood up. No, thank you. <laughs> so anyway, that's it. That's my little rant moment. That's all I wanted to talk about was I pray that I'm able to give it up when it's time to give it up. I, I am praying for a God-fearing companion, mate, future spouse, who will love me unconditionally, love my kids unconditionally, and love me enough to own his stuff and let me do my lady stuff. And I'm praying that my mindset is not blocked so that I am not, that I am too proud to receive being treated like a lady because it's just not something that happens all the time. It's not happening right now as I'm managing and navigating and doing stuff. I'm, But I want to be ready when that time comes. I want to be like, hey, I know right now I'm running this household, but one day I won't be. What are your thoughts? I mean, how, how do you guys feel about that? I mean, especially if you're out here running it. And been running it for years. Like, I've been running it. 
you know, are you nervous that you're running it so that you don't even know if you can handle giving it up? That you can take somebody else coming in and taking the lead? Or are you like, I'm ready to just give up the lead? You know, I don't know. I mean, it's, it's, a, it's a fine line that we walk as single parents and as, as divorced parents and especially mom of boys. It's a fine line. Because you have to be so careful in making sure that you give a balance of things. And I don't want my sons to think this is how that a woman should be out holding the hood. Because I don't want you to think you can have your woman out there holding the hood up all that time. And I had to have a talk with them about it. I was like, hey, y'all know, y'all saw that? That's not supposed to be happening. That, that's not what we do as men. That's not what you do as a man. And they're like okay <laughs> all right mom but they'll get it later but I, I have to plant those seeds so they know hey this is not how to this is not this dog ain't gonna hunt this is not how the show's supposed to go so get at me holler at me let me know your thoughts i'm back now y'all i'm whew. all the vehicles are straight everybody's gas tank is filled up i'm i'm back in my mode of the buck stops here but when it's time for the buck to stop somewhere else, you best believe I'm going to be on any of your bucks. Hey, I'm cool. I'm, 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 you, you good, King. Be the King. <laughs> Y'all, take care. Be good to yourselves. Be good to each other. Thank you for riding with us on this podcast. Thank you for coming into to the living room. I'm not even in my living room right now. I'm, I'm handling business. I'm at my desk uh, today, but thank you for doing that and just hanging out and doing life with us. You know, please be sure to like, subscribe, share with your friends, get in the comments for real or share it with somebody you think it can help. Maybe they'll get in the comments. Follow at Katie Bryant Rice. That's on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and now TikTok. But ain't, ain't nobody checking for me on TikTok, but you know, I'm out there because of my children. And be sure to check out the blog that I wrote about this uh, same situation on katiebryantwrites.com. Uh, and check out the blog, my blog, which is called Life Unfolding is the name of the blog. But check out this particular post. It is quite interesting. And then take a picture, look at the picture too, because I'll put that out there. I may even drop it in this show on YouTube so you can see me out there hustling and huffing. Anyway, look at that. Look, I'm getting all, getting in my feelings again, y'all. Let me let that, let that go. Let it, let it go. Be good to yourselves. Be good to each other. And I will see you when I see you.